0: hey and welcome to here if you need i'm jennifer and i'll be joined by my bff amy and we're here if you need to talk through the stuff that as women we're told not to talk about on today's episode, love in the time of corona. Is dating as we know it dead? Or is it possible to still find romance in quarantine? I am keen
1: to find out. Me too. Look, I'm just going to get it over with now and say no, I don't think you can. <laughs> 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 but well, I'd be you're interested <laughs> Well, no, I'm more of a realist, I'd say, but you know, I'm open to <laughs> being proven wrong. I'll put that out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think um, it's a weird time for everyone right now, and I, I guess like the the world that we know it, especially us young whippersnappers uh, as millennials, um, we've had our social lives <laughs> taken away from us um, in in the sense that like the things that we used to do for dates and and just meeting people and. And just human interaction have kind of been like stripped away. So um, you've kind of got to reassess and reevaluate and, and figure out like what you're going to do next. Um, I don't know. I feel like Australia wasn't as bad as New York, but yeah. we in New York were like really bad. Things are starting to open up again. Like restaurants um, are doing like outdoor dining and like bars are doing, you know, drinks to go and stuff. But it's like we're come coming out of summer and into fall and and then into winter and like that's gonna go (laughs) so people are gonna be like forced back into their houses and and having to like you know date online I guess um and and I have had some success I guess in this realm and uh that's why I wanted to talk about it a a little bit because we did touch on it last episode and I I want to say I fixed my microphone as well because last episode I was so excited to start recording and like I got so impassioned with everything that I was talking about I forgot to actually plug in my professional microphone so um it was look it was very stressful editing but we got there and hopefully everyone's still listening in our third episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) if not tell us that's fine No, nah, I reckon, no, nah, we've got them, um, you know, we're we're really bringing them in with the trauma and the, and then going straight into Batty and now straight back into trauma and it's just fantastic. <laughs> our, our running theme is great. It's like a roller coaster. Who wouldn't be back for more? But I think <laughs> let's get into your successful Zoom dates because, you know, I'm still sceptical. You said you had a good time, but, you know, each their own. So I'd love to hear more about your Zoom dates that you had and how fabulous they were. So why don't you tell us yeah. about some of them?
0: Well, um, so anyone that doesn't already know, uh, I am still living in New York. Um, and back when I first, I guess back in March, I was here when New York was the center of the pandemic, and I was kind of really freaked out. Like let's let's be real. Who who wouldn't who wouldn't be when when every everything's been taken away from you. I had stopped working, I'd stopped traveling for work. I was like sat at home with all my feelings and it was quite overwhelming. Um, Mm. So I wasn't really looking for anything like relationship-wise, even like dating, it hadn't really crossed my mind. And, um, you know, it was pandemic. Like (laughs) that really wasn't at the top of my priorities. But um, I started listening to a whole lot of, podcasts that started popping up, um, about love in quarantine. Cause I'm a sappy sap like that.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and it kind of really got me inspired to kind of give it a go. So I kind of, I jumped on Hinge and Bumble cause you know, gotta, gotta be over everything.
1: You gotta have um, options. You gotta have options.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I started talking to a few people and like went on a few Facetime dates and kind of whittled away the the weirdos and definitely had some weird experiences. Like someone wanted to to meet up um and go for a bike ride which was like highly illegal because I would have been breaking like my lockdown laws whatever like it wasn't a law imposed on us like there were no fines but I just wasn't gonna leave my house um when we were told not to yeah so he was gone (laughs) um one down (laughs) (laughs) spoke to a few more people and then I started talking to this one guy and he, he was really kind of quirky and cool. And, and anyway, you know, after a week I was like, oh, maybe we should FaceTime. And I feel like I'd had a little bit of experience, um, by this stage. So I was feeling pretty confident at like picking up a phone for the first time, I was still really nervous. Cause like, you'd never met the guy before and you're inviting them into your home. Uh, you've never met them. So like, that's kind of weird as well. Um, yeah. and we, we, we chatted for for a while and and like he he was really nice and and we are we're still talking today so it's like what almost
1: four months later um oh my god has it been four months that's crazy
0: I know I'm not counting at all but yeah it's been four months no. three days and two seconds <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I don't actually know I don't know what how long it's been but um, I hope he listens no this. I probably do actually it's a lie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure he it's knows like, I'm a psycho. It's on fine. A, yeah. On your calendar circled, ready for your five month anniversary coming up. You know. <laughs>
0: well, he went, he went away recently. And I was like, I, I was like, I was kind of sad that he was going away, obviously, because, you know, he's been such a part of my life for the past four months. And I, <laughs> I mentioned something like the amount of time he was going away for, he was like, Oh, 12 days, I hadn't even thought of that. Like I didn't even realize it was 12 days. I'm like, yeah, me either, like two weeks, whatever. But yeah, like I think it was, it was really cute. And we really got to know each other over that, over that time of FaceTime dating because we didn't meet up because I am a super anxious person. I'm also really, believe it or not, I'm actually really shy when it comes to, (laughs) to, to meeting guys. I am a classic overthinker and I second guess like my judgment and stuff. So I don't do well in first date settings because I just get absolutely trashed um, and make an idiot of myself. And I, I, I actually said that to him. I was like, "It's really nice that we can just chat because I usually use alcohol as a blanket to kind of cover my actual emotions and, and avoid getting too deep." But are you saying that you and didn't get plastered
1: at home over Zoom, or you kept it to no, a No, no, we had like we had much like pressure. one.
0: Yeah, we had like one drink every time or one like maybe one yeah. or two drinks every time we chatted. And that's like a perfect level. Like there's still that like lubrication that you're feeling like you can be a little bit more uh like yourself, but there's yeah. not that pressure. And I think that's, you know, a lot of society's pressure as well of like women to to behave a certain way on dates. And if, you know, we do get a little too drunk and a little bit too, you know loose (laughs) that it's like we're seen as undesirable as like a potential partner like that is definitely like the patriarchal you know and it's
1: a bit of a red flag isn't it like when someone I mean I can definitely relate to it myself um but it is a bit of a red flag when you when you when you're with someone on a date and they're absolutely plastered um, I'm normally just as bad. So I can't really tell if someone else is as drunk as me. So it's, it's not a flag that I see, but I could see other people <laughs> thinking it's quite, you know, you'd be, to be fair, as much as I love having, a, having a few drinks on a first date. And I, like I said, I've definitely been wasted on a first date before. I feel like I'd be pretty, because it's been a little while since I've been on a proper, like romantic pre-COVID date, obviously. Um, it, I'd be a bit pissed off if you get all dressed up, you do nice makeup and the other person just writes themselves off like on a first date, um, taking out yeah. like the whole patriarchal view of it and how it's really sexist that women aren't allowed to get drunk and otherwise it's seen as yeah, loose and yeah, whatever else. Um, it is a bit like I'd be a bit pissed off if, if I got all dressed up and someone just wrote themselves off and just was incoherent and slurring and annoying and you were like, oh, I thought this was like going to be like a nice romantic dinner. So that's nice that you were able to slow it down. Do you think that's why you built such a good connection with him? Because you did slow down and and get a chance to know each other without so much alcohol?
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And because we had like, I feel like we ha- also had like nothing else to do in, in our lives. <laughs> like, Oh no. But like I know that sounds that sounds no 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 that, that sounds, sounds real bad. really bad. But like <laughs> but like I I was unemployed, he was unemployed, and like well unemployed sounds bad too, but like
1: like check in after we after we launch this to see if Jen's still dating this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but like, okay, so it's getting worse and worse. <laughs> I know, I've dug myself a hole. I've, I I don't know. I might I might cut this out in, in post production. I might keep it in too. I feel like everyone needs to to see the real thing. this is why look. this is why I don't like drinking on first dates, because I start doing things like this and then I end up in massive holes.
1: Look, I think you'll find it endearing when he listens to this. Um <laughs> so, There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I think no, I think what I wanted wanted to say was like at first I wasn't thinking of it being anything like too serious because there was nothing really going on in my life and it was just a bit of fun to begin with, you know, someone to chat to, to have some fun with, to take up some time in my day and like I wasn't expecting to be in the situation that I'm I'm in now. And I'm in a situation now and and I am taking it seriously. Um, and I hope he is too. Um,
1: this is a great way to let him know that you're taking it seriously.
0: (laughs) No, he knows. He he, he already knows. He already knows. We've had a conversation about it, but, um, yeah. yeah, And I think it was just really nice to get to know him without the, the added complication of like sexual confusion and sexual tension. Like it was obviously there and, like I think on our like second Facetime date, he was like, this had been a bit of moment like I'd give you a kiss," and I was like, "Oh, that's a bit cute." And then that was it. And I think I said I said thank you, and he said goodbye. It was really weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, st- I still remember it. Like he probably doesn't, and he's just been reminded of it. Um, <laughs> but I think like because I'm a very awkward person, and he's since told me he's like quite shy in like social settings as well it was a really nice uh way to get to know just get to know him um and it was really sweet because like the other day he told me that like on our first or second date he actually had notes next to the next to his um like ipad because he didn't want to run out of things to talk about
1: i think that's so sweet oh what a sweetie
0: and so oh. he was like, please don't judge me for that. I'm like, oh, my God, no, that's so adorable. Like, like actually so, so, like, sweet and so cute. And I was like, oh, well, like you even
1: more now. <laughs> that's really sweet. Oh, bless him. That's yeah. adorable.
0: But we went on some, like, really cute dates. And I say like, we went on, like, in in my own house and he, him and his. Obviously, like, chatting on the phone is, is kind of like, it's good, obviously you get to know someone, but I was like, no, like, let's do something. So, um, I suggested that we cook cause I love cooking as, as most people would be aware. Um, so we, every week we took turns with choosing a recipe And then we would go to the store to buy the ingredients and we would actually cook together over FaceTime and then um, we'd sit and like eat it together and then like have a chat after. So, you know, I'm talking like when I'm talking about our dates, I'm talking like, you know, four or five hour long dates, like twice a week. So it was like a really good, Jesus it, was a, it was a really good opportunity to get to know someone on like such a deep level and really talk about things that you probably wouldn't talk about usually. I And I don't even think we got like really vulnerable, vulnerable until we met in person, but it was really, it was really cute. Like he made me like a cooking playlist, <laughs> wow. um, very like very cute. cute. Um, but I think like, I definitely knew very early on that I wanted to meet him in person because I, I'm also like a very, I guess, intuitive person. So I like to really get to have a feel of someone's energy as well as like, obviously physical attraction, um, is important, but I I need to know that they've like got a calm presence or like a chaotic presence, because if it's chaotic, I don't want to borrow it. And like, I feel like I'm a I say I'm a pretty good judge of character, but you know, my, my past. Yeah. I wouldn't say that (laughs)
1: myself, but look, I think I'm I'm working on it. You've taken it slow this time and that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I completely disagree with your judge of character. Although in saying that that's probably a slight against myself. So (laughs) Sometimes you're a good judge of character once in a blue moon. Well, I, um, I think that's really cute and I'm glad that you guys are still talking and hopefully it will progress and you'll see how things go as New York starts to open up a little bit and yeah, you know, twelve days without him. Hopefully you hopefully you survive. Yeah. Well I think I I'm definitely gonna survive. I'm definitely days. gonna
0: survive. But I, I think it's I think it's totally possible to like to, to find a connection. I
1: think-, I think it depends on the type of person you are. Like I could not do the Zoom dates at all. I didn't even attempt it. I mean, in saying that, New York was locked down for a lot longer than Sydney was. Sydney was kind of technically a lockdown without pubs and restaurants and things like that. Um, for about six weeks. Yeah. We were so, three months. You know, we could survive <laughs> six weeks. Yeah. It's very different, you know, but I, I just, even if we were in lockdown longer, I don't think I would have been able to do it because, you know, I, you know, most of the dates are cooking. I can't cook. So, you know, what would I have done in that situation? Crapped it up and made it, you know, made a shit impression on someone. Um, people play games. I'm way too competitive. I would have yelled at the other person because I would have lost. It would have been horrible. <laughs> or they watch like a movie. And I feel like I would get distracted on TikTok when I watch movies. So it just, <laughs> you know, I just don't think, in saying that, I'm notoriously bad at dating in general. So I think on Zoom, it still would, you know what I mean? That would translate onto yeah. Zoom. Like, I, to give you a bit of an insight, to give what well yeah. you already know, but to give everyone a bit of an insight into the type of person I am when it comes to dating. Um, On New Year's, not this one, just gone with the year before, was with all my beautiful friends and they were all kind of making out with their partners and it was wonderful. And I was alone and I decided drunk that I was going to get a boyfriend before my birthday, which was July. So I gave, I work really well to the deadline. So I gave myself seven months. And while I was drunk on that New Year's, I booked a non-refundable villa, romantic honeymoon villa situation in Bali. And I also booked a non-refundable couples massage to have on my birthday in Bali, you know, near the villa. So I worked really well to a deadline. Um, all of January, I kind of didn't really care about it because I was like, I've got plenty of time. It's all good. And then kind of February, March rolled around and I started going on a few dates with people didn't really click with anyone. I was like, it's fine. I've got plenty of time. It's no problem. Um, and then it got to like April... And then it got to like May, and then it got to June. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, and to be fair, I'm such a trooper that I really held out until the last minute. I was, I seriously, I was going on Tinder dates um, like the week before my birthday, thinking, you know what, if this guy's the spontaneous adventure type, because I think that would be, you know, my type of guy. You might just up and come to Bali with me next week. You just never know. (laughs) Obviously, uh, and I even had a couple of friends be like, look, you know, you don't want to be alone for two weeks in Bali, not doing, you know what I mean? You don't know anyone that's going to be there. It's going to be your birthday. Why don't we book and come with you? And I was like, no, because I've still got faith that I will find (laughs) someone that will come to Bali with me. Um, So I ended up going to Bali alone. And I had, (laughs) when I arrived to my villa, there were rose petals in the bath and all over the bed. And it said, um... And a little um, handwritten note, like, welcome, Miss Gambrel and partner. <laughs> um, they delivered me a happy honeymoon cake, which I ate in full in from the pool while I was um, listening to Lizzo, which was great. And I also got two massages back to back on my birthday. So, <laughs> But yeah, I got home from the holiday and I just kind of decided that I didn't have a deadline anymore and I didn't succeed with that deadline. So why bother? And so for the rest of last year before and even start of this year before COVID hit, I was just in a total hoe phase. I was going out, I was grinding on people, dancing, bringing boys home, having the time of my life. It was fantastic. Um, And then COVID hit and I just was like, oh, that's all stopped now. And now that everything's opened up again, because I guess we've been kind of we reopened kind of most of our stuff. Mid May. The only thing that really hasn't gone back in Australia, in Sydney and New South Wales, is um, nightclubs. And they've kind of they're open, but you can only sit and listen to DJs. You can't dance anywhere yet. So we're pretty much running back at normal capacity at this stage. But we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But um, but yeah, there's obviously no opportunity to get drunk, go out, and like meet people and bring them home because you'd be a bit. You know, be a bit responsible, yes. you know. I have definitely <laughs> been having lots of. I will state this because you know there's no slut shaming no. in 2020, but I've been having lots of consensual safe sex um, with a few different with a bunch of different Love people. I started sleeping with one of my good friends, <laughs> um, which has been interesting. And now we're kind of tiptoeing around the fact that I've developed feelings for him, and we're just gonna ignore that, and we're just gonna. <laughs> keep having sex and it'll be fine. There'll be nothing wrong with that. It's not toxic <laughs> at all. So so I'm in a bit of a weird place dating at the moment, but um, I am going to start going on more dates and see see how it goes. But I do think as well, do you think that there's a part of being in lockdown? You know, when everyone first got into lockdown and all the homewares in Kmart, well, I don't know what it was like in New York, but all the homeware stores immediately sold out of all their stuff. Like it was hard to get plants. You couldn't buy puzzles anywhere. People were really yeah. nesting. They were building their homes into what they, because people were spending so much more time at home, they were really making it their own, which I thought was really nice. And I think that the stress of lockdown is actually driving a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily be ready to settle down at this time in their lives. But because they're forced to be at home so much, they it's like cuffing season. Is COVID is cuffing season at the moment. Like everyone wants yeah. to settle down. Because no one really wants to be alone while going through a global pandemic. So, you know, I think it's made people appreciate relationships a lot more, you know, as a self proclaimed fuckboy myself I I definitely find that I'm like appreciating cuddles and romance and intimacy a lot more than I probably would be if things were normal and I could just go out and meet people so do you think there's a bit of pressure there because of COVID and do you think did do you feel that pressure did you feel like when you went into lockdown oh crap like I wish I had a partner with me and that would make it better and do you think that's what has like kind of almost helped you develop those feelings even yeah more?
0: I would what I would think? say a hundred percent um Just because like I, I was always wanting that anyway, but my crazy busy travel work schedule just didn't even allow me to date. Um, And that was one of my things for this year, like 2020 was going to be my year of like setting boundaries for myself and saying no to more work so that I could actually spend more time in New York and experience, you know, what New York had to offer. Hilarious. Yeah. um, Because I'm, (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) But everything's closed, and it's it's a real tragedy because you know, um, it's just it's, <coughs> Ooh.
1: oops, Ooh. not COVID, not COVID, just something stuck in your throat. Do you do you find when you're in public, when you cough, you have to be like, oh no, I just I swallowed. Yeah, I, I hold it in. Sorry. I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna end oh, up salam. like popping a
1: fucking <laughs> aneurysm in my eye because I'm like, oh, it's so funny. Everyone's like terrified of like sneezing or coughing in public. It's my yeah. worst fear. I would, I would die. I would just be horrible. I would just run. Like, I'm sorry. But, um,
0: but yeah, like I, I definitely, um, feel like the quarantine made definitely made me realize that I wanted to, to settle down and, and really find someone to share my life with. Um, and so I think, there, there were definitely a lot of people, like so many people were just horny and there were like lots of people that, <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard of stories, like some of the podcasts that I listened to and I'll pop them in the show notes, um, after this episode, cause they've been great. They're really good. But like some of the stories of people like writing into these podcasts and like the specific podcasts, just about dating in quarantine. So it's like different people's stories of people breaking quarantine or quarantining
1: with their partners Ooh. or just get a vibrator, like just get a sex toy. I don't understand. I don't, I'm not horny for sex. I'm horny for like intimacy and touching. You know what I mean? It's like having someone there. Like I'm not, I'm good. Like I've got my toys. I don't really, it's not that. It's not, that's not why you want someone around. It's 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 like, it's just lonely at the moment. I think it's a really lonely time for everybody. Well, that's
0: the thing. So this is why intimacy for me, I was like, I remember when I ended up meeting this guy for the first time and there was that like kind of you. You do have to assess like, are you going to meet this person? Are you going to bring them into your co- like COVID circle? Because in New York at the time, it was quite like you weren't really seeing anyone, and if you were seeing people, you would like disclose like who have you come in contact with, like almost like an STD chat, but for COVID, um, <laughs> and like. We both had spoken about the fact that like we literally not seen anybody else for three months. So I was like, yeah, he's safe. I'm safe. Um, When we met for the first time, um, it was very cute. But like we our first kiss, I will probably forever remember that first kiss because I have never felt so much like electricity And I don't know if that was just because I'd been by myself for three months and I hadn't really had any kind of human interaction or if it was genuinely like that. I feel like that spark that everyone talks about. I know that doesn't exist, but I felt like it existed in that moment. And it was just, it was awesome. And so I was just like, oh, okay, this is nice. And yeah, but I definitely feel like the intimacy has, and I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into it because I respect our privacy, but like, just having that person around and like doing just really like doing boring stuff that I would usually consider boring, but it's not boring to me. It's actually like so cute because
1: I just get to do it with someone. Like literally, just oh, well, it's kind of like when you when you you've got like a favorite movie and you probably you would you like you've watched it so many times that you wouldn't watch it alone again but when you've got someone that's not seen it before and you get to watch it with them like that kind of yeah, feeling so like I we've love we've definitely that.
0: like watched movies together and he's seen all of the movies that he's watching with me for the first time and i feel like he's not watching the movies but he's watching me watch the movies yeah. and i can i feel that on me and i'm like oh it's cute he's watching my reactions and like we'll just like sit on yeah. the couch for f- like 3 or 4 hours just listening to record after record And just like lying there and we'll go to the park and we'll play backgammon and like all of these things that I usually would find, or I'd look at people and be like, oh, that's so lame. I'm that lame person and I'm really enjoying it.
1: And yeah, I gotta be honest with you. It doesn't (laughs) sound that exciting. Like at first I was like, I'm kind (laughs) of jealous and now I'm like, oh.
0: No, but I, I, I really, (laughs) I like it. And it's, it's what I was, it was what I was wanting and yeah, like I don't know. I feel like it's funny because we were talking about Love is Blind, I think, on one of our first or second dates. And I think it's really interesting because I personally think it's not a coincidence that that show came out just before we all went into lockdown um, because it's almost like conditioning us. What yeah, like, like it's conditioning us into the <laughs> idea of dating, like without physical and sexual intimacy. So it's like preparing us for that possibility of yeah getting more vulnerable and getting deeper with people. And And I feel like it really – it shows us that it is possible. I think it's more like to show us that it's possible because I think that you are really able to build a connection with, with someone if you want to. Not everyone's going to find this connection, but if you're really genuinely looking for it and you're willing to compromise and sa- like almost sacrifice the life that you once had, because I personally don't believe that we're going back to that life. I think that the life that we're, we're currently in is going to we're just going to adapt. Like humans are so flexible that we're going to adapt and we're going to thrive out of this situation, oh but we're not going backwards. We're going forward. So we need to kind of reinvent the ways in which we did date. And if you're open to being flexible and open to these new experiences, it's going to be way more rewarding for you. And like Obviously, Amy, Sydney's a completely different space right now. So I feel like my advice is not for Sydney. My advice is for like Europe and the Americas, where things are a lot more out of control. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think I think it's really possible. Like Demi Lovato got engaged after four months of, of quarantine <laughs> dating with her quarantine boyfriend. Didn't
1: they quarantine? Yeah, together, together for four
0: months. That's yeah. So much. And now they're engaged.
1: Oh God, I can't yeah, imagine I, that. I feel like you're not even up to like the farting stage when you're four months in. Like, how do they imagine that? But the thing over is, nice I god personally
0: think that like the quarantine type situation has really accelerated things. Like I remember telling you after like two months even of dating this guy, I was like, Oh my god, I've got some <laughs> strong feelings. Oh,
1: maybe don't say <laughs> that like too. feelings are
0: coming in hot and strong. <laughs> Holy shit, like <laughs>
1: oh abort, abort, and I was like abort, why abort.
0: like this is crazy like <laughs> you know I remember you being like it's only been two months like you're acting like a psycho and I was like yeah but it doesn't feel like two months like two months yeah. in 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 New York cool. quarantine felt like five five years and obviously like that's it's, true
1: I guess it's, yeah that's so I true. can't
0: explain it and I feel like unless you've done the really intense lockdown that we had in in Europe and and we've had in in America, I honestly feel like you don't, you probably won't understand. Um, Maybe people in Melbourne might start to understand a little bit at the moment because they're in lockdown and and it's just been extended. But, yeah, it's funny because he actually proposed to me on our first date because we were talking about Love is Blind.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Obviously it wasn't real. Yeah, look, I just... (laughs) Yeah. But that's a lot for me. I mean, I'm not saying I co- I'm a commitment phobe, but I'm like, I feel like I'm going to break out in hives. Even you just saying that, like that freaks me out that much. Oh God. Like, <laughs> it's so funny because like when we decided to do this subject for a podcast, I was like <laughs> me, who am I out of all people? <laughs> to, who am I to give dating advice in any sense of the word? And I'm so glad that you've kind of covered it because I just have nothing to contribute in, in this part of the podcast. I really just don't do what I do, is what I would say. I'm just so bad at it.
0: Like, no, I but I can't. think, I'm I just, think, like, oh God. I think you and I are also possibly at different stages different. of what we want, maybe. I don't know. Like, and, and. True.
1: I'm also very like, I think what you were saying before, when you're like, it's really good to get to know someone and you love the love is blind concept, the love is blind concepts terrifies me. I think like not so much, like it's not that I'm um, looking for someone that's like the hottest person in the room, but a physical attraction straight up is really important to me. And it's, I can't, it's not something I could like learn to Like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's not something I could learn to grow. So a physical attraction and not even just that, like, I think I'm a very like physical person and not even just like with sex, um, but more just the way that I like move my arms around when I'm talking, Mm. like I'm very animated as a person and I like to see how animated another person is as well. So being physical and like sitting next and across from someone is really important to me. That's why as soon as I'm talking to someone on an app within like three messages, I'm like, should we go get a drink? I can't do the back and forth, and I can't do the like texting every day thing. Like, it just—it's I can't do it. It's not who I am. I'm very much a like face to face person, um, and that's why we FaceTime so yeah. much because I'm like, when you yeah <laughs> need to well, see your honestly, face. Honestly,
0: I, I think that is so, it's so true, and I found that that was probably like the hardest thing in in my situation was like the talking on FaceTime, and and there were a lot of like awkward pauses, which in a usual date situation um i'd be like ah oh, okay we've got like we've run out of things to talk about this is weird or you'd fill in those awkward pauses with like a touch on the leg or like you'd lean in for a kiss and you'd be you'd be flirty people, you'd, you'd, people watch you you'd be kind of cute and, and and show like physical yeah. kind of body language towards each other but that was all stripped away so it was really hard i felt like I found it really hard to like even read him and like read the other person because you're also like, you're just sitting on a couch, like you're not doing anything. And so, you know, I like to do activities with people. So something like, you know, going to karaoke or like I, yeah since moving to New York, I I went on a date and I went axe throwing like little things like that to see how the other person interacts like around other people or just even like in a competitive setting, like, um, we, <laughs> we played Mario Kart the other day and I am so surprised that he still wants to, t- to date me because I turned like, I turned feral. I was, <laughs> I was so competitive and I <laughs> I have never sworn so much in my life. Like I was <laughs> such a potty mouth, but I was that's just so like, funny. you know what? That is, that's who I am. <laughs> um, and if you like that part of me, yeah. <laughs> then that's great. Um, but, but then, like, seeing that competitive side, you know, like those little things, the fact that I only saw that like after three months is kind of strange to me, but I kind of like it. And I don't know, I think like the, the, the way that we're dating now is kind of reminiscent of, you know, our ancestors where oh, <laughs> it girl. was, you know, it,
1: but you were sold no, for a goat. Sold or for a fucking goat.
0: <laughs> I'm talking about like, Courting. you not how they did it back then? No, the no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I mean, like, <laughs> you went too far back. <laughs> I mean, like, courting and, like, the, the pursuit where you get to know the partner before, you know, you, you get married. And I don't know, like, I still feel like obviously the old –
1: Relationships.
0: I don't know. I feel like my grandma, even like in the war times, and you get to know someone, and like it's it's over like correspondent.
1: Remember the good old days when men would just go off to war, and no,
0: that's just chill. War is bad. War is bad.
1: (laughs) No, I know. Obviously, I know war is bad, but just like you could just chill, and like it was, there was no stress about. I mean, there was lots of stress. I don't know what I'm saying. But you could just chill and not have to like. I don't know. I'm delirious. I shouldn't be allowed to talk about this stuff. It doesn't matter because I'm going to go on The Bachelor. So whatever. (laughs) We've already decided. Adult diapers, come at me, sponsorships. Even if they want to start sponsoring me for this podcast, I'm available. There we go. Amy
0: Gambrill, adult adult diaper salesperson.
1: Yeah, honestly, I'm really sold on the idea. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a very weird time. Hopefully, look, hopefully things will eventually go back to normal. But I think you're right. I think we're in this for the long haul. I mean, I don't think a vaccine is going to be coming for the next couple of years. It's sad to think that, like, you're in New York and I'm in Sydney. Like, I'm not even going to see you no, in the no, next it's... year or so, but we no, can't no. talk about that or all required. But it's just, you know, it's, it's just going to be a really weird time. Um, so we probably should get used to this weird online dating or maybe I'll just be alone. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> well, I think, I
0: think the,
1: the, the moral
0: of this podcast, my words of wisdom, cause I've self appointed myself as like a wisdom giver mm-hmm. now. Um, and, and that's to kind of, you've just yes. really got to let go of that whole, what, what it, what it was because I think that, as you said, just then it's kind of gone. And, it's about just really allowing yourself to to be present in in the moment and go with the flow and not and this is so funny because i am like the person that tries to control everything the most so for me it's been the most challenging to just like take every day as it comes and to try and just be cool with what's happening around me and and allow myself to to yeah to go with the flow but then it's also like how much do you really want to meet someone like if yeah. you don't want to be alone then you're going to have to adapt to this this new paradigm of dating that we're currently in, I think. And there are so many cute like socially distanced dates I personally think that you can go on. And, yeah, it's not going to be your, your drunken hookup in a bar, but it's kind of cute and romantic and you get to know a person on a way deeper level and I feel like those kind of connections are the ones that we're all actually deep down craving Um, and to get to know someone on, on like such an intimate level, like really peer inside their soul, you know, um, it's, it's really beautiful and you're like, Oh my God, I want to vomit right now. I I can, I can sense
1: it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not there. I don't, I'm just not there. I'm not, I'm I'm just not on the same page as you. Honestly, I just want to go back to grinding on strangers (laughs) in the club. I don't want to, (laughs) I don't want to fall in love over FaceTime. I want to go back to the club. (laughs) I want to be a yeah. fuckboy again. <laughs> if I tap my heels three times or, and say, "Please let me be a fuckboy," <laughs> maybe okay. will it work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll but see. okay. So
0: hypothetically, if you were on, like, if you were trying to date now, what would your ideal, uh, like, socially distanced date be?
1: Um, just honestly, just the pub. I would be happy to just go for a couple of drinks, or even I feel like a lunch or a brunch would be a good idea as well if we wanted mm. to get away from alcohol. But um, for a first date, I think it's nice not to have any distractions and just to do something together. And that's why I think I'd struggle over Zoom. I think for like a second date, I'd do like something kooky, like I love like bowling and you know, you could, we could go laser tag or go karting or something weird. And you know, we've got the axe throwing thing here in Sydney as well. We've, I think we've also got this weird thing. We can go and just smash things like plates. See, the fact and things, that, so that you're like
0: of rattling off all of these options is just, I'm so jealous because none of those things are open for me.
1: (laughs) I know you can't do any of those things. That's so sad, but look, you've, you've mastered your Zoom dates. So you don't, people like you need these dates. You don't need these dates.
0: (laughs) But So if you are, I was going to say, if you are in a situation where, uh, those activities are not (laughs) uh, an option for you, I can recommend going to the park. Um, I feel like there are some really cute things that you can do to get involved in the community as well. Like um, there's a lot of like clean up your neighborhood initiatives. And I know this is like, it might not be your ideal first date and romantic first date to go and pick trash up together, but maybe a second date, but like, you know, something that you can (laughs) give back and, you know, chat over, but still be safe and like distance from one another. You can go for a walk six feet apart I know it's weird to even suggest this, but that's like our kind of normal at the moment. Um, And then, yeah, like if it is safe um, to go to like a bar, even take a drink away and don't like don't sit in the bar, but like take a drink away, sit in the park and get to know each other that way. Like there are so many cute little ways I think you can still get around and navigate like dating without the Zoom component. I think like the Zoom component is touch wood, um, only going to be a thing if we have to go back into a lockdown, which I am really desperately hoping that that doesn't happen and I don't – rescinding that from the universe. Yeah,
1: yeah. don't put that out there. Let's, let's all just stay nice and yeah. out and it'll be wonderful. And ever after. Just, yeah. You know, and let it go <laughs> numbers down and everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I
0: loved that little chat.
1: Yeah, that was cute. It was good. I feel like I've, like, vented about my dating woes and now I'm going to get back out there and, and give it a red hot go again. So... <laughs>
0: for sure and who knows maybe maybe yeah, your situation with your friend will become like a real situation if you can figure it all out because <laughs> i feel like you're, tip, you're all tiptoeing and you just need to have the conversation and stop being stubborn both of you
1: i'm the type of person that will die before I have and that's that your problem <laughs> i'm so stubborn i will not yeah look <laughs> one of the many that's okay like, hey, i can admit it <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think that's a good place to leave it. And I'm um, excited about some cool topics we've got coming up. Love chatting with you, my gal. You too. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I forgot we have to do that now. We're still learning. <laughs> Third podcast, whatever. <laughs>